guys, and welcome back to the Every Effort podcast. Um, this is our most interesting episode yet because it's not just Matt and Joss here, but we have our good friend Danielle. So if you want to give a shout out. Hi, everyone. Matt and Joss, thank you for having me. Yeah, we're so happy to have you. And this is a trial period for us, too. But thanks for joining. If you're new here, like Danielle, uh, we're just a group of young adults figuring out life. We're so blessed, a little stressed, and making every effort to figure out the rest. So (laughs) if you are also in that same boat, you're in the right place. Yeah, this is really exciting. And to give everyone some context, Danielle is an awesome part of our small group in ministry. And I feel like one of the cool things about our small group is like everyone has their little gift. Like I think Joss, like you give really good spiritual wisdom. We have some people who have like deep knowledge of the spirit. And I feel like Danielle is like the super connector of our group, like the person who brings like the fun and the connectivity. So I think this will be a really fun discussion just about everything that's going on in your life and everything we've got going too. Matt, I love that. I think that's the first time I heard you say super connector. I I think it applies. I think it's appropriate. I feel like small groups can devolve into like awkward conversations and just like stiffness. And I feel like there are those people who like bring like excitement and like bring people together. I feel like that's something you can't force. Like you need that person who like gets everyone excited to be with each other. Yeah. When you said super my first reaction was super host, like like Airbnbs, because I'm like, oh, that that applies to Danielle too. Oh, get a get a certification as a super connector. No, I love that. Yeah, no, that's that's really really cool. And uh, I think getting a spiritual gift, you can have that as a connector piece. So yeah, but Danielle's not just our friend; she's also a co-follower of Jesus and we've been able to see her grow within the past year closer to a year and a half now actually and so just go ahead and give us the rundown of like your Christian journey and how you got to the same church as us and are here at this table yeah thank you Joss so um so for everyone listening um as Joss said uh I am a friend of theirs and one of my trades that I do is that I am an actor and that's what called me to South Bay and to Saddleback. So basically this journey really started in the pandemic. So just moment of pause reflecting on where we were in the (laughs) pandemic. So I feel like so many people have just kind of shared their own testimony, right? Whether they're in the church or let's say they're still trying to find, um, their calling in life, their purpose. The pandemic really, uh, I think, dropped a curtain for a lot of people. And at least for me, helped me refocus on what the things that are most important. Mm -hmm. So this journey really started actually March 2020, as the world was shutting down. And there was the news that happened about um, George Floyd. So um, there was also an increase in a lot of AAPI hate crime. And for the first time, um, I saw actors speak in a completely different light. So I saw actors come out and speak on a platform where it was just about like human connection. And uh, I never like saw actors that way, you Mm -hmm. know, like I've always loved watching movies and shows and I had my fair share of escapism watching Grey's Anatomy in college. And I'm like, this is how I can cry, right? (laughs) But 
I think that was the first time where I saw just them speaking on a different platform. And I felt really encouraged by that. And for the first time, I saw film and TV as not a way to escape, but a place that could be used. And I took my first acting class that year. My birthday is actually my acting anniversary. I took my first acting class uh, September 2020. And my first mentor... Shantae Schuyler Irving. If you're listening to this, Shantae, I love and adore you. She was Christian and we just right away jumped into talking about faith and what it means to lean on God. So I think it's very special that I got to meet people right from the jump that were people of faith. And long story short, that started in September and then I kept taking more classes, I kept falling in love with it, and I asked God, I was like, you know, um, I'm in my comfort zone in the Bay Area, like where where can I see my future? I joined a small group um, in the Bay Area and I felt their encouragement to move to LA. And in that same time, the God provided housing and a job in the South Bay, and that's how I found Saddleback. So you made it here. You are you are here. What is like your goal? I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, but I think my goal is to just be used by God if he wants to use me and continue to use me in this industry. I think right now the goal or the work that I'm working on is how um, how can I represent like God in the body of work I do as an actor? Yeah. So that's one thing. And I think we've like definitely seen that in you too, because there have been, you know, situations and moments where like you've struggled, like, I don't know what to do in this situation. And like, God has really led you through that. And that's something I love about our group is we don't adopt a culture of like, oh, you need to do this or you should do this. It's very much like you'll get the advice and direction and wisdom if you ask for it. And if you don't, then we'll be praying for you. And and ideally, God will reveal that to you. And so that's been an awesome way in which our group has been growing and how we've like seen you grow. And I feel like one of the really cool things that I appreciate about your story is like you took, I feel like, two really big steps of faith where you like relied on God, right? Like you had, and I'll fill in some of the things that we've already discussed and then some of what we know about you too, but like you had this like corporate job that you were like shooting for. You were in the Bay Area and you said like, okay, God, you're calling me down to the South Bay. Like, I don't even, probably don't even know what neighborhood I'm going to live in, but like, I'm going to take that. And that led you to the church and to so many other things. And then after already taking that step, you also said like, okay, now I have another job that I'm comfortable with, but I'm going to step out of that and step into acting. And like, it led you down this crazy road of like now working for our church and like so many cool things that I feel like probably weren't even close to the plan when you started. So like, what has that experience of just like, relying on God and kind of taking that step of faith been like? Yeah, I think it's been very humbling. I try to keep my thoughts simple because I can over uh, overthink everything. <laughs> and I think what really um, has helped me to step out in faith is just realizing that God is for me, that we are created by God and for God and like for his pleasure. And so just knowing, okay, God is for me, like his plans for me are good plans, plans for to give me a hope and a future. 
And that has just really grounded me that everything we walk through because we have the privilege to be God's children will be all made for good, right? Mm. And so I think, you know, and, and not to say there hasn't been a lot of hills and valleys, but I think knowing that and also realizing that you can't do it alone. Like something that Saddleback really taught me and I feel like it's no happenstance that this is my saddle like this is my church family is that um, anything like any dream given by God like needs others like I will Mm. not be successful trying to figure this out by myself and whether you belong to a church right now or not or you're again I think collectively we're all trying to find our tribe right and realizing that people need to be on the boat with you for you to be successful you know and I think it's totally counterculture right Mm. um against that individualism but again like I think the pandemic taught us we really can't do it alone yeah I love that and I feel like it's so cool because the three of us here all got brought to Saddleback because of the pandemic. Like, I feel like there was so much fear for me. Like I saw people losing their jobs. I saw so much strife happening that it felt like, man, like we can't connect because we're isolated. And in some weird way, now we're like more connected than ever from something that we, we didn't see coming. So I feel like that's been such a cool thing to witness. But another thing that I really like about the three of us is we're all huge Dave Ramsey fans. Joss and I got to go see him speak and we gave Danielle a book, so now you're hooked on it. Um, so one of the books that we really like is The Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. We like strongly believe that it's one of those books that you can read and like whether you're struggling and in debt or whether you have a million dollars in the bank, it's one of those books that can just teach you how to be better with your money because I think it's something we can all improve on and it's such a cool way to take biblical principles and apply them to your life so if you'd like to support the show at all check out the link in our description for the total money makeover so danielle let's go into like your actual work in hollywood so far she's so social guys like I make fun of her all the time for having over 800 friends on Venmo. Like, (laughs) nobody needs that many friends on Venmo, but she's like a social butterfly. So she's met more people in just the season of being in SoCal than I've like ever thought about my entire life. So um, tell us about like the typical thought, I guess, that Christians might have about Hollywood. It's, as you know, it's it's a sinister place. Um, It's... I don't know. It's it's super liberal, and so do you. Do you deny that? Do you, is that what you've noticed? And is God present in that? So I agree. It's it could be a very dark place. Like, and I don't want to just say that because I think an example of that would be. I think the key example that I always go back to is the powerful influence shows have. Mm. Like, so an example of this darkness, right? Because I don't want to just say, oh, it is dark and then move along. Like the show Euphoria, HBO show. I mean, a show that has received a lot of awards. Like it is well-written. It's, you know, the acting is well done. So I want to, of course, like appreciate that craft. But I think it's an example of darkness too, because... I think, you know, and and this is just from my personal experience. So I was on set, I was doing background for a show and 
we were talking about shows and Euphoria came up and I tried watching a couple of episodes. And for me, when I visually watch something, it can sit with me for a while. So mm-hmm. I have to be very mindful of the things that I watch because I can feel it, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm sure I'm not alone in that. But we were talking about Euphoria, me and this friend on set. And so because I didn't really watch it, she kind of gave me the whole storyline. And in that moment, as it was being described, the things that it addresses, right, like a lot of darkness, depression, you know, trigger warning, like just trauma, pain, assault. My one question there was, where was the redemption? Hmm. I asked, like, my gosh, where is God in this world? Right. And the response she gave was, God doesn't exist in this world. Wow. And I, in, in the world of euphoria, right? And it just really shook me that whether you believe in God or not, or Jesus Christ, I think there needs to be hope in a story. Mm. And what is darkness is seeing a story, right? And for the sake of, some people argue it's the sake of self-awareness, right? Mm. Yeah. And, you know, I've watched some interviews on this and the writer actually experienced some of these things and is probably also feeling like it's healing from it. But I think what's the step after that? You know, okay, awareness is being shown, but yeah, where is the redemption? Where is the hope? So I think that's where it gets really dark is because entertainment plants a seed and that seed can grow, but where is it growing to? You know, confusion, hopelessness. And that's where I feel like it's an example of like why it could be dark is because some stories now aren't that joyful you know right I love that you bring that up especially you know as an an actor like you are aware of what you're producing and how it affects others it's not just about the money it's not just about the entertainment or the fame and I think that's that's really the kind of place you have to you know humble yourself to in order to like be God honoring in the field and you're right shows like that claim to be some sort of like education-based series, but there's no resolution in them. And I think it's it's so important. This is a whole other conversation too of like being mindful, not just of what you watch, but like of what you participate in and how is it going to affect other people and mm-hmm. their minds. Yeah. And I'm glad you bring that up because I feel like while we're talking about like how it can be such a dark place, how can you feel like you can stand up for your faith? Like Because I feel like there's a lot of pressure, especially as you're breaking into acting. Like, I've always heard the trope of, like, just take whatever you can get because you need to, like, get your foot in the door, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you need to take something that's low-paying or something that might be, like, disgraceful to your body or to your image, like, just to start out. So, like, how do you square, like, okay, these are my values and this is, like, what I stand for and what I believe in with an industry that says, like, hey, you might just need to do whatever we ask just to, like, be able to get into what you want. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Are there like contracts or opportunities you've denied because of your faith? Yes. And so I also um, am a staff member at Saddleback Church. So there's also some covenant like for me personally, I am abstaining from alcohol, tobacco products. So I did get a commercial to represent like an e-cigarette and I let my um, agent, my commercial agent know I can't represent these types of products because I work for the church. Mm -hmm. And so she 
just accepted that, you know, like, um, so that's an example. I would say to your question, Matt, or like your point about, you know, navigating that and finding, you know, where can I, I guess, like progress or like you said, the trope about, well, I have to take this job or I, you know, and I, I was sitting with that too. Like I've received like one audition for an Amazon series. We're just going to lay it all out on the table. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I struggled with it because I was to play a high schooler and it called for some nudity. And I challenged that a little bit within myself of why a high schooler needs to be nude. Mm. But I think what is amazing is that I've also begun to really, like, if you look for it, you can find it. And there's a lot of stories that have really inspired me. Like, the girl that was in Gossip Girl, she played Blair Waldorf. Um, so she's Christian. Her name is Layton. Well, I don't want to mispronounce her last name, but her <laughs> first name is Layton. And uh, she actually left Gossip Girl afterwards, and she pursued um, being, like, just a Christian artist. And, you know, I think she's really trying to, like, do more faith-based films. Same Mm. with the actress that played Gretchen Wiener in Mean Girls. Oh, wow. So she's Christian. Oh, wow. Um, So she's doing more faith-based films. And there's this app. I don't know how I happened upon this app, but it's called Hollow. It has the rosary, so it it has, like, some Catholic uh, roots in it. But Mark Wahlberg has represented for that app. Um, also, the guy that played Selena Gomez's brother in Wizards of Waverly Place oh, oh, yeah. wow. was there. I totally forgot about it. Yeah. Um, also, the girl that's played DJ Tanner in Full House. Okay. Um, so she actually, uh, her name is Candace Cameron. Like, I'm forgetting all these last names, but her first name is Candace Cameron. She plays DJ Tanner on Full House and Fuller House. And I watched her interview about how she relies on like the power of the Holy Spirit. And I think her body of work too, like she plays a mom, like it's very clean, you know, it's yeah. it's telling real story. So I see this, I see just God moving in this enter in this industry where like yes, there is darkness, but I think also as more production companies kind of come up it's not just Hollywood producing films. Mm-hmm. There's so many different outlets now, and there's right. a lot more agency to control the story. So I think mm-hmm. that's kind of what I'm beginning to really see. Yeah. Wasn't DJ, was she the one who had that that one like comment from Jojo Siwa? What was it? I think there was someone in like the Full House shows that, jo- that Jojo uh, openly spoke up about making a making a TikTok saying like she was the most rude celebrity she ever met and it stemmed from when when Jojo was like a little girl and and met her on the red carpet and like the lady was too busy to like say hi or take a picture with her and so she just remembered that but that's another interesting thing is just like the relationships you build seem like it seems to like be really impactful later like it can make or break some people's reputations whether or not like some people's claims are true yeah so is that something you worry about I love that you said that I think that that's actually kind of the filter that I do approach this industry and in life it's just 
just building good relationships wherever you go. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's also what like Jesus calls us to do, right? Yeah. Like love God with all our heart and mind, but also like love others. And I think that's itself the testimony. So I love that you said that. I think the relationships like speak above and like how people remember you. And, uh, you know, in those moments, I think of like, how like Chadwick Boseman really carried himself. Mm, He was also, I'm learning, like he was also a person of faith and like Mm. his whole story. And he really like thought about the kind of roles he played and how his just body was being represented and used. So I love that you said that. (laughs) Wakanda forever. (laughs) (laughs) No, I really like that. And I really resonated with you saying that, like, if you are looking for it, you can find it. Because, like, I grew up a big sports fan and I didn't enter into, like, Christian social media until recently. And now, like, all the time I see interviews and video clips of athletes, like, talking about God and talking about faith. But if you just, like, watch, like, general media, you never see it. So I feel like that's one of those things that, like, would be so cool if we're able to share it more and, like, get it more out there. Because it is there like it's a lot of people's inspirations but it's just like not on the radar a lot of the time yeah uh who was it tim tebow i like took a screenshot (laughs) in the bible app and i was like matt is this tim tebow (laughs) he looks a lot like him and i was like oh yeah and then checked out his instagram because that's the best way to find out what people are up to these days and yeah he's like devoted this like new sector of his career to outreach and philanthropy and all these really cool things and I think that's amazing that like you can just you could just like build your fame for one thing and then just kind of capture that audience into like this other passion that you have and like when you gain that trust like that's that's everything and I my hope is like Christians in like your industry Danielle are like people of integrity and who are just so aware of that because Ultimately, like we want to make friends with people first before gaining their trust to share the gospel sometimes. And in other circumstances, you know, you share right away. But I think that seems to be like how a lot of the culture is down here in SoCal is like you really have to gain people's trust before you get those conversations going. So how would you encourage other Christians in your field and how would you encourage non-Christians in your field? Let's see. How would I encourage Christians in my field? Well, to my fellow Christian actors, I just want to say, you know, keep going because I think God can really use us in every aspect. And if a story isn't representing what you want, we we live in a time now where we also have the agency to write that type of story. Like one actor that really resonates with me, and I, if they ever create a legally blonde with a BIPOC <laughs> actor, Danielle Lantern Flores, to the future casting director. Um, I love how Reese Witherspoon, she growing up in the in entertainment, she felt a lot of stories that she was introduced to didn't really represent what she wanted to represent as a woman. Hmm. And so that's why she created Hello Sunshine. And basically her own production company that takes different books and helps create like a story or um, whether it's a movie or a show. And that story really resonated with me that just because we don't see like stories right now with 
as much like biblical influence or have it sewn with like the truth of the word doesn't mean that it can't start with you. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's, and you see that too, like, Joss, I know we talk about this, but Chosen is amazing. <laughs> I knew that would come up at some point in this conversation. I was waiting for it. is amazing. Okay, like... This is our second advertisement. <laughs> like, seriously, like, Jonathan Rumi, yeah, the one name I think I got. Jonathan Rumi, he plays Jesus in The Chosen. Just, it's so well done. And even to those who are non-Christian, it's a well done show. Definitely take a look. It's on... Amazon Prime. But yeah, I would just encourage Christian actors to just keep going, keep praying and and also um just like make room for God uh yeah. to to move in it cuz he is. He's moving everywhere. He's working all the time. I'm like, "Man, God, <laughs> your work never stops." Yeah. And then for my non-Christian friends, you know, you've chosen a really unique job and we all have our reasons why but I believe like it does come from a place of wanting to share stories and I would just encourage you to um, realize just how much power you have when you are representing a story and think about who it is impacting whether it's you when you were in middle school or you know your future child Like, who will be watching this and what will they learn from this? Um, Because you do have that level of power and influence. So, yeah, internet and work is never going away. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I love that. Because I feel like that's so true that you have so much power and, like, that's super overwhelming, especially when you're, like, promoted at work or, like, you're taking on a leadership position. It's so overwhelming and you feel so little when you have power because you feel so undeserving. And then it feels so good to realize like, oh, it's not me with all this power. Like God has all this power and I'm the servant. And it's like, no matter how I work, God will like direct that into his will, right? Like, and that's so cool and so encouraging to be able to just see like, as long as I pray and I stay with what he's doing, like he will use my work for good. I don't have to know what my work is and what I'm doing, but I know that he's the powerful one who can use. And I think that's so exciting. And I really like that bit of encouragement. Yeah, I think a lot of that encouragement is applicable to us too. Like no matter what field you're in, like it's really not that different from what everyone else is doing. And, you know, if you're listening and you're going through like a transitioning time in your life, we hope this encourages you to know that there are going to be hiccups, you know, as a Christian, as a believer, and um, just know you're not alone. And uh, whatever industry that may be, we hope you're just pursuing something that you love. And that's exactly what you're doing, Danielle. And it's just so energizing to see like how much you love what you do, despite, you know, you leaving your like, corporate Sephora job which I thought was so cool and so and that's okay like it's okay to make those kind of changes and I think it's it's a great experience to even just try something out be all in see how it goes and just get that confirmation from God you know each and every day like is this what I keep on doing and it does take surrender and I love that God always has like a plan of joy for us too and I think he wants to bring that to us within our careers also and it it does take a lot of connection with him to do that successfully yeah and if I can add to like for those who are 
maybe going through a transition in their life, whether in their career, personally. Um, This is something that I learned through Saddleback, but I feel like it can be applied through all. I think like we're all shaped like so beautifully and uniquely and there's like an acronym for shape. So just to, you know, if you are going through this transition, you're like, what, what am I good at? What do I love to do? What, what is life giving to me? Um, well, I'll give you the acronym and just see if like anything comes up for you. So thinking about your shape, um, the S stands for spiritual gifts and maybe that, that one right there, you're like, what does that even mean? Um, I would encourage you to Google it, what spiritual gifts are. It's in the Bible. Um, I think, though, it's a great way to really see what gifts you do have. Um, H is heart. So what is in your heart? I do believe that God plants desires in our heart and what just gives us joy. Um recognizing on a technical level your abilities so that's a and then also your personality like I love that you said I'm a super connector that is so funny to all the actors I think we're we're quite a bit of super connectors um but I can see that I I really have enjoyed like getting to know and appreciate y'all's abilities I do think Joss you have like I said, a huge ability with wisdom. I think this podcast is a beautiful channel for you. And uh, even you, Matt, I feel like you... <laughs> even me? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little hurt. You belong for the ride. Oh, no. Well, I was like, well, I meant... <laughs> there you go. That's the, that's the fun joking in us. But meaning to say, like, Matt, even you, Matt, is you're wise. But I think also your ability, and this could also be a gift, is you have a very... I'm beginning to really see like such a willingness to like learn and such an empathetic like heart, whether that's an ability or personality, but yeah, I appreciate that about y'all. Um, so let's see. So a- S spiritual gifts, H heart, A ability, P is your personality and E is your experience, you know? And I think just being able to write that down and see what you are shaped for I'm just excited for the people listening to this and just to see how, you know, I think we're all like working towards something together. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just, I'm excited to see how, you know, all of our stories start to intertwine because I really think that's the most important thing. I love that. And I feel like that is such a good place to end on because I feel like shape is one of those things that feels so weird to write out things about yourself, but ends up being so, so helpful. So I think that's an awesome recommendation. But before we get too sappy and start complimenting each other all over the place, it's been (laughs) so fun having you as the first guest. Thank you for blessing us with your time and your presence. Oh, thank you all. And this has been so fun. Y'all are so cool. Matt and Joss. Yeah, thank you for having me. And also just thank you for every effort that you're making here in this podcast. It's so special. And yeah, I'm so I'm so glad God is like using this through you guys. So thank you. Wow, the seamless every effort plug. You might you might have a future in podcasting. Yeah, that was very smooth. Our first influencer. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but we're so glad y'all were able to join us this week. If you'd like to follow along with the show, we're at Every Effort Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We'd love if you're able to just like our content and share with a friend so that we can spread all of the good that we're trying to do here. And we'd love to hear from all of you. You can reach out to us 
through our website, everyeffortpodcast.com, or on social media. We'd love to hear what you're interested in and what y'all are going through. Thanks so much, guys. Be authentic and act if you need to. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>